Welcome back to another episode of the Fab Lab Podcast with Aaron Crowley. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow fabricators, I am your host, and I have a part two message for you today. A couple of episodes ago, had a title, had a topic, how to get what you want or how to know what you want and how to get it. This is going to be a similar vein, but only in terms of just a introduction to this topic, but I'm going to come at this from a very unique angle that struck me last night so profoundly. It was one of those scenarios where... The idea occurred and the outline just flowed in literally a moment, flowed out of my mind, out of my heart, through my hand, into the pen, onto the page. And right now I just hit record. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to share this message with you. Where did this come from? Well, last night, for whatever reason, this old quote, this old famous phrase of Zig Ziglar's, you can have anything you want as long as you're willing to help a whole bunch of people get what they want. That's a paraphrase. I'm not reading that word for word. But a pretty good summary, and I'm pretty sure it was Zig Ziglar who said it. And I got to thinking about that. We've been talking a little bit about you know what you want and why understanding what it is that you want is so important and how that can then play out in a very positive way in your business. But that's really been you know somewhat of a self-centered focus. There really hasn't been any reference to helping other people get what they want. And so another facet of the Fab Lab podcast, another topic I talk about a lot, I refer to frequently is is delegation and the role that it plays in our business. And those things combine. If you can delegate effectively, you can actually get what you want. But last night as I as I thought about this, I went, wow, there's there's two sides to this equation. There's a, you know, you can have what you want as long as you're willing to help other people get what they want. Well, what about they? And employees came to mind immediately because I connected it to the delegation because as owners, we delegate to the people that we hire and the people that we pay to multiply our skills, our experiences, the things that we know need to be expanded within the business, we use delegation, it's just a management practice, if you will, to, to expand those and make more of those you know, expertise, um, talent, skills, capabilities you know, available to a larger you know, customer base. And we have to delegate if we're going to grow, if we're going to have to expand. But to the exclusion of the employees, the people that are going to be delegated to, if you will. I've never really focused on them. And so we think in terms of serving in the business, serving the customer, maybe to a certain degree how we interact with our suppliers. And I talk a lot, probably maybe too much, too much emphasis on the business serving me as though it's all about me. What about the employees? Ladies and gentlemen, this struck me last night, and boom, this, this, uh, I, I just felt compelled. Absolutely, I knew in the moment this was going to be the episode, this was going to be the topic. And so I want to talk about delegation, but from a unique perspective. How does delegating help your employee? You know, they, they are, in, in most cases, willing participants in the business. They voluntarily come to work and exchange their work for the pay, whatever you've agreed to, you know, together. But, but how can, can we change the focus here? Can we maybe better utilize this principle, which is profoundly effective in a business to better serve the customer if you can effectively delegate? The company is better capable of keeping the promise it makes to the customer more profitably. It works better for everybody, but I want to focus on why that helps the employee. There's three things that came to mind. Number one, when you delegate, I'm going to go into these just as as quickly as I possibly can so you get maximum value in the least amount of time so that you can get back to work and actually apply this. Keep this in mind and maybe see your employees in a new light. So as you think about getting what you want by helping others get what they want, think of it in terms of these three principles. Number one, 
What is it that your employees want? And this is a generalization. Okay, understand that there, I, I know for the naysayers, I know the yeah buts out there, there's going to be exceptions to what I'm going to say. Okay, but this, after 22 years and one, two, three, four months of owning a stone shop and employing people in the stone industry, I am telling you this is generally true. By and large, it is the rule, not the exception. Number one, the first way that you help your employees when you delegate is that you trust them. You entrust to them important and oftentimes critical work. Now, why is that a help to an individual? Guess what? Human beings, we need to be trusted. Let me ask you something, Fabricator. What is the emotion you experience when somebody doesn't trust you, even though it may be utterly unwarranted, but for whatever reason, they're distrustful. They've been burned by another contractor, so they approach this contract with you from a position of defensiveness, guardedness, and and, and in some cases, it's not even veiled. It's just right out in the open. They don't trust you. What's your natural response to that? It's it's indignation. How, How dare you? I'm a trustworthy person. We want to be trusted. That's in us. We need that. We want people to trust with. Now, that assumes that we're trustworthy. But that's the, that's the first principle. We help our employees when we entrust them with critical worth. I'm sorry. When we entrust them with critical work, they're trusted. And being entrusted with critical work gives them a sense of worthiness. When they realize that we have taken something that's very important, very critical, the stakes are high, and we delegate that to them, we satisfy a fundamental human need to be trusted. We satisfy that need, and that's awesome. That's healthy. That's important. Your employee is going to respond very, very favorably to that, as long as they are a trustworthy individual, okay? Number one, we help them by trusting them, by entrusting work to them and demonstrating that they are worthy of that trust. Powerful. Number two, We help them by delegating because human beings want to grow. We have an innate, it's it's healthy beings, whether that be organisms, whether it be plants, whether it be animals, whether it be human beings, emotionally, physically, spiritually, professionally, we want to grow. Now, how do we grow in the context of, of a business where we, we're the employee, but the employee who we're helping by delegating to, they grow in a number of ways. When we entrust them, the next step is that they are entrusted with opportunities to improve, to expand their skills. So not just delegating. It's easy to delegate. Here, I'll let you sweep the floor. How about I'm going to delegate quoting to you? estimating. I'm going to I'm going to delegate programming the machine or maybe going out and templating. When you start getting into those sales where the actual risk is is extremely obvious that if they don't perform the company suffers automatically, invariably, inescapably. Ladies and gentlemen, when you start getting into that kind of delegation, you are now helping your employees by giving them opportunity to grow their skills. Number 1. Number 2, and this is, in some cases, this is more important to people than the skills or the third item I'm going to list. But number two, you allow them to grow their professional stature, their position. 
when they are entrusted with more responsibility, with even more critical tasks where the stakes are even higher and they realize they feel the weight that, oh my gosh, it's not just me now. There are other people depending on me. The company depends on me. My other employees depend on me. If I don't do this well, if I don't perform this position well, if I don't rise to the challenge, I recognize that other people are going to suffer. People are, are, are they, they rise to that. It, it just, it lifts them up to then expand into a, a, a new position that expands their horizons, that stretches them, that gives them opportunity to learn new skills and to take on higher stakes work within the worth and work within the company is powerful. That professional stature grows when you delegate more critical tasks to them, which by the way, little secret fellow fabricator, when you do that, guess what it does? <laughs> it increases the likelihood of, of expanding what it is that you do for the customer. It expands your top line sales should expand your profits and gives you latitude to do more of what you do well within the business. And so there's just, just this, this back and forth you are helped when you help your employees by delegating. So the third is the income. I mean, naturally, now some people, that's the most important motivation. They want to grow. I want more. I want more responsibility. I want more tasks. I want more work. I want the next rung on the ladder because I want more pay. That's okay. It's legit. That's a fundamental. We become discontent as human beings with the status quo, and we want more. It's just a fact of life. We need to recognize that. We need to understand that. And it's it's perfectly natural and understandable and necessary that as somebody's performance and the position they grow into, the skills that they grow, the skills that they add, the work that they do becomes more important, higher stakes, obviously the income should follow, right? I mean, you wouldn't expect somebody to do more for less. I mean, some people might like the idea of that, but it's not practical. And it doesn't help the employee if you try and achieve that end. So that's the second way that you help. When you delegate, it helps you. It also helps your employees because they want to grow. Actually, they need to grow. Actually, I'll even say this. They must grow for them to remain content and engaged and applying their full resources of, of, of who they are to your company you got to give opportunities to grow. Ladies and gentlemen, skills, positions, and income. Lastly, we have an innate need to please the people that we essentially report to. Now, for us as owners, our companies are in a sense a, uh, a manifestation of who we are. And, and if given the choice, most of us would like to please the customer. How many of you love getting those notes? How many of you love the feedback when the call comes in? The review comes in on Google, the note comes in from the customer, whatever form it takes when people are just raving about the experience that they had, the finished product, the people that they got to work with. When our clients are pleased, how about the tension? This is the converse of people be, until we hear that and we're wondering, how'd the job go? Did the pieces fit? Was the customer happy? Are they going to pay? That apprehension, that anxiety is born out of this human need to please the people we report to. We see it as a business serving the customer. Our employees have that same innate need to please us. And so when we delegate, effective delegation is not just simply implying or giving somebody work to do. Here, I want you to do this. That's not delegation. Delegation is explicitly and clearly assigning critical works, describing the results that must be performed and achieved and you know, essentially attained within that work. We need to establish expectations that are clear-cut, so clear that they can be measured 
in terms of timing or tolerances. If you've read my book, Less Chaos, More Cash, you'll recognize that terminology. And when we effectively delegate, we provide a roadmap. It becomes crystal clear to the employee, and this is good for them. Now, obviously, when they produce the result, it's good for the company. It's good for you. It's good for the bottom line. It's good for the customer. But it's also good for them because all of a sudden, now instead of the vague, the uh, the, the foggy sort of, I'm not really sure what's expected of me. It seems like I'm doing okay. I haven't heard any different, but I really don't know. That's not effective delegation. When an employee knows because it's written down and it's explicit, those expectations have been put into standards that are measurable, guess what? They have a roadmap, a clear-cut, crystal-clear roadmap for pleasing the boss, knowing when they leave at the end of the day. I did exactly what we... In fact, because I knew where the bar was, I actually was able to exceed it for once. And I left knowing there was no shadow of a doubt whether I did my job. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow fabricators, I am telling you, if you have employees, the gift that that is, the gift of clear expectations that they can understand and then exceed, thus pleasing you, cannot be overstated. I am telling you, and and I'll be the first one to say that's probably one of the most glaring gaps in my own leadership in the business and at the, the level I am at in terms of how far removed I am in, in, in my, uh, I would say, my performance in implementing that through manager so that that is the case, leave something to be desired. There's still room to improve. There's room for me to grow as well on that. But I am telling you, ladies and gentlemen, what it is clear, it is a gift. And it's a, it's a great opportunity for us to help our employees because they are helping us. When they show up and do the work, we get paid, we make a profit, bow, wow. I mean, we, we, we've got time off, we've got vacations, we've got nice rigs, we've got assets, we've got equity in the, in the business. We've got all of these benefits that, that we receive. And I just want to help you see the amazing opportunity that we have when we turn around and delegate work. That isn't just simply giving people work to do that is actually helping them in who they are, who they were made to be. Number one, in try giving them that trust, demonstrating to them that they are worthy of your trust. Oh my gosh, that's so powerful. Number two, giving them the opportunity to grow, to expand, to, f- to essentially realize their potential, what they're capable of. It's so powerful. Skills, positions, and income. And lastly, giving them the roadmap to please you so that at the end of the day, there's no question whether they did what was expected. Not only did they do that, they exceeded it. And now I know the boss is happy. I'm the boss's pet because I exceed his expectations because I know what they are. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow fabricators, I believe with Zig Ziglar, assuming that I'm correct in ascribing that quote to him, you can have anything you want as long as you're willing to help other people get what they want. And ladies and gentlemen, when you learn to delegate, when you understand not just the power and the potential that it it brings to your company, but you also realize in a sense the double blessing, this thing cuts both ways, the blessing that it is for the individual when they have the opportunity to be trusted, when they have the opportunity to grow their skills and their professional stature, and when they have the opportunity to please you and knock your socks off and go, look what I did, boss. I did it again. Wow, that is awesome. That is helping your employees to become all that they can be within the context, within the environment of the business that you have started, which is a reflection of you, which is also awesome. So ladies and gentlemen, 
thank you. Thank you for the opportunity that you have given me to try and be all that I am, to help me help you or help you help me help you, whatever you want to call it, the opportunity that you've given me to share what is inside of me, to share what I have received with you. I mean, it just, I feel like you've trusted me. You have entrusted me with this opportunity to share something of value with you. It's allowed me to grow in my skills to communicate, which I just love. Even if there was no audience, I would still probably be doing this because I just, <laughs> I just love to do it. So thank you. And lastly, it's not clear what your expectations are as an audience per se, but I feel as though because of the feedback that I do get, the coaching calls that I get to participate in, the feedback, the emails that I do receive from you, ladies and gentlemen, I just consider this. You've helped me better become who I am. Thank you for giving me that opportunity. And ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to learn more about the nuts and bolts, the technical side of delegation, how to systematically step-by-step Take the work that you are an expert at doing and actually expand it and multiply it by delegating it to your awesome staff. You can visit AaronCrowley.com. You can download the first three chapters of my book, Less Chaos, More Cash. The whole book is about this topic, effective delegation. You can download the first three chapters, and then you can buy a hardback copy of that, and I will personally sign it. If you buy it off the website, I will personally address the book to you. If you buy it off of Amazon, it's a paperback and... <laughs> you'll just get a paperback version of the book. So go to AaronCrowley.com, check that out, download the three chapters, and ladies and gentlemen, remember, 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 when you delegate effectively, you actually help those wonderful people that are making your business possible. Thank you for the opportunity to remind you. Ladies and gentlemen, I will be back. Until next time, happy fabricating.